Hey there, welcome to the Lurk Lounge, the pod where we discuss the real on all things business and entrepreneur related. I'm Summer Barley, attorney, business strategist, entrepreneur, lover of Grey's Anatomy, sipper of matcha tea, believer in Christ, and ethnic food enthusiast. I invite you to eavesdrop on the lessons and conversations inside the Lurk Lounge. Hey, Lurkers, welcome back to the Lurk Lounge. And if this is your first time joining us, you are in for a huge treat because today's amazing guest hails all the way from the ATL by way of Chicago, and she has an amazing story to share with us. But before we get into that, you know the drill. I got to give you the disclaimer and then the best tea of the day. Now, this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Nothing should be taken as legal advice. You listening does not create an attorney-client relationship between us. Laws vary, and so will your situation. So please seek an attorney in your area to help with your individual legal needs. Now, today's biz tea or business tip of the day. Now, I have the pleasure of being the legal business bestie for my clients, and many of them start by doing everything solo. However, there comes a time when you got to put on your CEO shoes and hire some help. Now, when that time does come, a key component of the hiring process is making sure that you have an employee handbook. Now, this is going to be your company's go-to source for various policies and expectations of those you hire. It's going to spell out all the details for sick leave, holiday pay, social media policies, anti-discrimination policies, disability accommodations, etc. So talk to an attorney to make sure you have a well-written and legally compliant employee handbook for your awesome team. Now, let's get into today's guest. Manisha Holiday is the founder of the public relations and event planning company, The Holiday Firm. She is the author of Victorious, A Journey to 40, which debuted October 2020. And she's also a personal development coach who has worked with entertainers, entrepreneurs, and many businesswomen in Atlanta, Georgia. Manisha, welcome to the Lurk Lounge. Give us who you are, who you serve, and why. Hello, hello. First, I have to say thank you, Summer, for inviting me to this amazing platform. Hello, Lurkers. My name is Manisha Holiday. I am a publicist, an international author, multi-passionate entrepreneur, mother of three, and one of God's chosen to serve the community, which that's what I love to do. And I do it every day in my career work life by serving and helping others build brands, organizations, corporations, churches, and also being a youth leader in my church. So I have done many things in my career life. That's why I call myself a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I did not know what that word meant just until maybe 60 days ago when I was reading an article in Huffington Post that was written about multi-passionate entrepreneurship. What that means is when you just do, you love lots of things. You're, you create yeah. in many ways. And so you're, you're juggling a nine to five. Either you either stay in the nine to five when you're becoming an entrepreneur 
or you leave that nine to five, right? So I was working a nine to five job in the healthcare field. And at the same time, it was getting boring for me. I love taking care of individuals, serving others, but that just wasn't what I felt my purpose was. I think that because my grandfather passed away, it was my purpose to care for him so that my grandmother can go to work and continue to provide for the family and, you know, have insurance and everything. But I had so many different ideas placed inside of me and I really didn't know what my purpose was. And I was still living in fear. I have to be honest because I really did not know which way I was going and coming because of some early trauma that I faced in my life. Yeah. Right. I was going to say, because I feel like you got to dive right in and tell them, (laughs) let me, y'all, I just want y'all to get out your notepads. If you haven't already, pull out your notepad on your phone, pencil, paper, because this story is so beautiful, so amazing. And you guys know that I love a good triumphant story, right? And so, Manisha, just tell our lurkers, right? How do you go from living a life of victimhood to one of victory? Well, the first thing I would say to the lurkers is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. You trust in the Lord with all your heart and you need you lean not to your own understanding. Amen. In all your ways, you acknowledge him and he will direct your path straight. Early on in my life, I was born and raised in church as a year at at an early age. So that was just something that I never strayed away from. I have had my times, you know, growing up and, you know, becoming a teenager, then becoming a mom and wanting to go to a different church from my family mm-hmm. to see what it was like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, being pushed by my grandmother or my mom. It just wanted that responsibility as a mother to, you know, teach my children. Yeah. You know, how to go to church and who God is yeah. and how to apply him to your life. So I had all those things already built up inside of me that had never left me. Kind of maybe at times when I was um, facing some things that, you know, I wanted to do what I wanted to do yeah. and make my own choices, I strayed away from it. But as one of God's chosen children and one that has been in the water and baptized and trust God completely with your heart, you know when something is right and when something is wrong. Yes. So when you have that feeling in your heart and that connection to the spiritual realm, then you know that those wrong things are going to be identified to you. And it's mm-hmm. going to turn you back, right back around to where, what you already know. And what I already knew was trusting God first yes. in my life. And with me always reminding myself of that, even though I was in my hard times, even though that I'm a fatherless daughter, and don't know where my father is and still yearn for my father today and wish that, you know, that relationship I can still have. And I'm still trusting God and believing that one day that relationship will mend. Being a woman that has, you know, grew up as a young girl, sexually violated by my mom's boyfriend at an early age, carrying it to 
40 years of age, just writing my book, you know, talking about it, you know, that's a lot, like Mm. 30 years of holding something and not even talking about it with your mom. Yeah. Until the age of 40, when you decide to write a book and your back is against the wall. And now I have to tell her before I tell the world. Like I was going to ask you, you oh my God, I had to tell her first. I could not dare allow my mom to learn something like yeah. that from social media. I mean, I know it's a lot of people that just love social media and just think that social media is just the world. But to me, it's not. You yeah. know, private life is a happy life. That's yeah. what I always say. Oh, come on. And so it's only certain things that I put out there on social media. And that will only apply to my business uplifting, inspiring, and serving others. Yeah. When it comes to my personal life, it's like, I have to talk about this first because I'm really doing this. I'm excited for myself as being a victim that is now willing to share her story with the world because you have to know that it's a story inside of each and every one of us. Yeah. Okay? And your story is what makes room for you because it's someone else that's out there. And that's what had like hunted me for years. Like it's so many young girls out there that have been sexually molested. Mm-hmm. that's still dealing with it. That don't have anybody to talk to. That yeah. some that has committed suicide that's gone on because they didn't have that, you know, but if a woman like myself that has triumphed through that, God has given me the grace to go and get therapy for myself, not somebody telling me I need therapy, but accepting it for myself and identifying, one, that something is not normal with me and I'm still living with something inside of me and I don't know how to get it out of me. And that that's okay. And it's okay. It's definitely okay. We have to make that clear here, okay? Yeah. Let's rewind. (laughs) All right. (laughs) It's okay, guys. So if you are listening right now and this is something that you're going through, know that it is okay to talk about it. But what I will say, and I will recommend, talk about it with someone that you trust. Yeah. And if you don't have that person, like myself, you know, it's all type of demons I'm dealing with because I know who I am. I know I'm one of God's chosen daughters. So I know that the devil did not want to see me live with that. You know, he wanted me to believe that, no, I'm not going to be nothing because I've never had a relationship with my father. He wanted me to believe that, yeah, because I've been molested, no man will ever love me. Or I would always look at myself as just nothing because something was taken away from me. Yeah. You know, he wanted me to believe that when me and my three, well, two children at the time, because my son wasn't born yet. But in 2011, we was in a house fire and lost everything, me and my daughters together. And I was pregnant with my last child. And we've never been back there. But look at me today. I can yeah. talk about it and I can share with the world that I know God is real because I could not pull myself out of that. Yeah. You know, when you go through things that 
you know you can't pull yourself out of, mm-hmm. especially when you don't have the income, you don't have the support, you don't have the friends that you thought that was your friends that went on talking about you because they knew your situation. Yep. The men that, you know, got their motives yep. just because they know you a single mom. Yeah. You know, family members. And their narcissists, family members being jealous. Yeah. You know, when they don't have to be because you love them all the same with an open heart. But because people choose, everybody choose what direction mm-hmm. they want to go in life. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to my mom this past week. And this have really built a relationship and bond between my mother and me and my mom since I told her in September 2020, right before my 40th birthday in October. I told her like two weeks before the book was published. Did that not like how did you prepare to tell your mom? My middle daughter, my twin, she was 21 at the time. You gotta help me do this, Marie. <laughs> She's flying to Atlanta from Chicago, and when she comes, I need your help. Yeah, and my baby was there to support me. How beautiful is that? I would. That's a testament to I would say the type of mother you are mm-hmm. to your children. It really is. Okay, so now tell the Lord. Yeah, no, no, look, look, I'm like, hold on, look, we're going to have a side fest on here. Let me switch it up real quick. Okay. So, so talk to talk to us about how in the midst of everything that was going on, how you actually got started in your entrepreneurial journey. Well, I'll say since like seven years old, I grew up like the old fashioned way in Chicago. We all live. My mom has nine siblings. Oh, give them a tear. My mom had nine siblings, six girls, three boys. At some point, we all was in the same house with their children and three yeah. bedrooms. We making pallets on the floor. We got bunk beds, granddad taking care of everybody. Grandma's going out to work as well, providing, cooking. We going to church. I'm yeah. saying that as a little girl in the youth choir, my mom's siblings in the choir. We've always had that unity and structure in my family yeah and that's all that my grandparents ever asked of us even to this day you know when we go home to our resting place just keep unity in the family yeah so when when you always remember your foundation first mm-hmm. it's about where you come from and that and that's really really important so I couldn't do this by myself it it was a lot of support in different areas and stages of my life so when I was growing up seven years old they're watching Oprah Winfrey you know her show was in Chicago at the time I was that little girl like I'm gonna be interviewing people one day and this lady's really cool she was in color purple you know like I'm taking all that in as an African-American little girl with hopes and dreams that one day I'm going to meet Oprah. One day I can be that same young girl yeah. sitting on a stage, interviewing people, finding out the goods, the bad, the ugly. My family has always come to me like resources. Do you have this person number? Do you 
have this person at us. I have always just been overall a resource yeah. to my family and my friends because it's just something God has placed inside of me that I don't get tired of reading. I don't get tired of teaching myself things that I don't know. I've learned to not depend on other people, not to watch other people. I've learned to use the internet, you know, Google, YouTube, ask questions, join mentorship programs. Yes. I became a personal development coach in 2018 because I had to take myself through personal development before I could even get on here and talk about mm -hmm. my story today. Mm -hmm. I had to do therapy. Then after therapy, individual therapy, identify what my problem was and learning coping skills. Then I had to do personal development yeah, because I wanted to redevelop myself as a woman because it's a lot of things that people think they know about me, but they really don't know yeah. who Manisha Holiday is. They only know of those past stories of things that they have heard, but it's more inside of me. And today in 2021, that's what I'm giving to the people. Yeah. Everything that's inside of me that you just didn't believe that was yeah. in me, you know, and when you know what's inside of you and you're not worried about the next person and you're not worried about what people are going to say about you. Yeah. So one of my girlfriends, yes, Anderson posted on her Facebook page today that you don't be afraid. You know, you know, you're not afraid when you're, when you tell all of your dirty laundry, your secrets, you know, and you don't care what people say about mm -hmm. you. That's what I felt when I was writing my book, because y you're going to see all the good things on social media and all these blogs. Oh, I did this. Oh, I did that. Oh, I just got this award. Oh, right. I took a picture right. with this celebrity. You get all the highlight reel. Oh, I got my eyelash done today. Right. I'm in Miami, girl. I'm in Miami. <laughs> you know, all of that stuff. And it's like, we all have bad days. We do. We do. I can't wake up and get on the internet every day this cute. No. I was going to say, you look good, girl, because look, this is me every day. This I look the same. Lilith, what did I just tell you? I just finished up a photo shoot. So you lucky. You lucky because normally I'm behind the computer and I'm working and building brands for other people. Yeah. And helping other people grow. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't care about what people was going to think when I shared that I'm a fatherless daughter. That opened up doors for me where, okay, now I can understand Manisha. Mm-hmm. You mm -hmm. know? It explains why maybe we had that incident or why, you know, yeah. it opens up where people can understand you a little bit more as well. In dating, when it comes to dating, I've made so many mistakes, so many mistakes. And I don't blame my father, but I would say that if I was if my father was in my life early along, that I really believe that my story would be different. Yeah. That's what I think. The yeah. impact would be different. Yeah. But am I going to blame him for the things that I went through? No. 
Yeah. I'm not because our, our our lives, our stories are already written. We don't know it. It's up to us where we come from our parents' womb. That chapter, that book starts of your yeah. life. Even from a baby, your parent is the author of your story until you're 18 years old. And then you start creating those chapters. So what you put in there, from chapter one, when you turn 18 and your mom say, look, you on your own and you're going to get a job and go to college and you're going to do this and you're going to do that. You old enough to do it yourself. That's when you have to say, okay, <laughs> this is real. I'm going to start now. So I got to be careful with how I'm writing my story now. Yeah. Because if you, if I knew that when I was yeah. 18 years yeah. old, what I know now at 40, oh my God, baby, I probably wouldn't even live in the United States. Yeah. I'm going to real. And I it's know true. I'd be a millionaire with the stuff that I've learned. <laughs> I would have been took the game somewhere else. Yes. You know, and, and I'd be enjoying my life. And I'm happy and I'm still enjoying my life. Yeah. But you think about those things once you get older. Yeah. And so... If you're under the age of 40 and you're listening, you still have time. You do. You still have time. You do. To say, okay. And, and we still freshly in the beginning of a new year. We're only in March. Yeah. <laughs> this is still fresh. So you still have time to narrate your 2021. Yeah. Well, I feel like every member of my family really used to say this, but I distinctly rem remember my great grandmother saying that anytime you wake up and you have breath in your body, you get a new day, you get to start fresh and do it all over again. And it's so funny to me because the first time I actually could see somebody live like that way and along that mantra was my husband mm -hmm. because he, like, no matter what happens, I kid you not, Manisha, this man wakes up the next day and is like, well, yesterday was yesterday. Today is a new day. I feel good. I feel That's great. how I am. And that's how you got to keep moving. Got to keep moving. Like, I was just telling my daughter, we're still in the pandemic. I know things is hard, but you got to trust God. Yeah. Trust God. Trust him. Let him see that you trust him. Yeah. Because a lot of times we're holding ourselves up. Yeah. Because we don't believe. Yeah. We just want things right then and there because my bill due and I'm going to get put out and yep. I'm and then and I won't, 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 won't. You know, but are you trusting God? Are you asking him what you should do yep. and leave it with him? Yeah. And not look back no more. That's the hard part. That's the hard that's part. The hard, and that's what we but not looking back. Not looking back is the hard part because you like, okay. Not looking get back. closer to the station notice. Slower. Come on in there. What are we gonna do here? <laughs> that's that's one hundred percent the truth. God is faithful. He, he is so faithful. He is. He is even in the hardest moments, and we do still get evicted. We yep. still do, but we gotta look at us. Mm -hmm. We gotta look at how we align ourselves up in life, yes. and the things we've done, and the karma, and the unforgiveness, and everything else. 
the unhumbleness that we mm -hmm. hold inside of us, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That can be holding us back a yep. whole lot. You don't think about that stuff. Yes, you know, and it's it's funny. <laughs> I remember, I think it was a couple weeks ago, I saw an interview that Big Sean was doing, and he was basically saying, you know, imagine you're standing in front of God and everything that you're saying is what you get. So if you don't have any money, if you broke, if you poor, you know, if, if you don't appreciate X, Y, and Z, he's just throwing it back at you like, all right, well, you broke. Well, you poor. Well, <laughs> you don't have one, two, three. But if you throw in, you know, even before time, I am rich. I am blessed. I have. Yeah. And he throws, you sure do, throwing it right back at you, throwing it right back at exactly. you. Exactly. I was about to say, I know for me, anytime I feel like my faith starts to waver, I just have to literally stop and take account of every single time I came close to the edge, every single time I doubted myself, yeah. I had trusting faith in the Lord. And he pulled through and came through. And it's like, I, I have not been let down. I have not gone no. without a blessing. I have not yep. gone without a need, right? Mm -hmm. But we ain't talk about wants because that's something different. We ain't guaranteed yeah, that we want. We ain't even worry about no wants, <laughs> okay? Right. It's 2021. You want, want, want over oh, there. Want, want. You're going to get what you need over here, okay? Right. You get what okay. you need. <laughs> that's so what they're for it is. It is. And so, yeah, they know when they come on this show, I, I love my Lord. I'm a, I'm a Jesus girl. Me and Big G, we tight. Hey, we here. <laughs> yeah. we, we know. So, you know, this conversation is not going to be a surprise. If you, uh, if it is a surprise and you new to listening, you offended, you can just log off right now. I ain't going to apologize. It just wasn't for you. Okay. We trust God on this right, side. Right. We trust God on this side. We trust God on we this sure side. We sure do. We sure do. With everything in us. Everything. Everything. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want to switch to our quick fire segment. Okay. I'm going to ask you five quick questions. Just answer like the first thing that comes okay. to the top of your head. All right. Okay. What song would be on the soundtrack of your life? Corrine Hearthrone Peace. Ooh, that's a good one. I love that. Or one. either Speak to Me. Speak to Me. Nothing. Yeah. That's just, that's my song because. It makes it's personal between you and God. Yes, love it's it. It's personal. I love that. Okay, what's the best investment you've made in your business? Woo wait, July twenty twenty, I became an equity investor of the Brain Toad Hemp Farm in Metter, Georgia. So okay. I am a CBD hemp farm owner. Holiday Farm LLC. Thank you. Okay. If you could go back in time to 18-year-old Manisha, what would you tell her? Get it together, girl. Get it together. You got a whole life ahead of you. Amen. Amen. Okay, so you're in the A right now. Mm -hmm. And you've been there for a few years. And, you know, the A is known for having some of the best restaurants, the best food in the South. So... Tell me, what's your favorite restaurant, and then what do you order when you go? This is so corny, but I have to say this. I always go to Chicago Pizza in Verna, Georgia. <laughs> and I always order. I got to keep it together. 
I, I mean, it's a lot of wonderful restaurants here, but this place has everything I remember as a young child growing up in Chicago. Mm. So I have to support them. And the owner is really from Chicago. And he had a hot dog stand across from the White Sox Stadium. It was Comiskey Park at the time. So I just love the relationship and the connection of being connected to something that's like history in Chicago. Me growing up at a young age that I remember. So when I go there, I always get Italian beef with cheese on top and bottom, dipped with hot peppers, and I like it wet. Okay, you just said a whole lot. I don't know if we're talking about a sandwich, if we're talking about... It's a sandwich. Okay, it's a sandwich. <laughs> yes, but they pizza, they have awesome deep dish pizza too. I do get that, but me and my children, we love the Italian beef with cheese because that's the Chicago style. Right. Italian beef with cheese, American cheese on top and bottom, dipped well, so that's the juice. Okay. We gotta have like the juice from the meat. Yeah, okay. Make the bread wet, and then you put hot peppers on it. And if you like sweet peppers, you can put sweet peppers on it. And we always get onion rings on the side with a Coke. Okay, that actually sounds pretty good. I don't eat beef, but yeah. I would just do that and load it up with a whole bunch of veggies. That's Yeah, like but they really have really good pasta, too. Like their chicken Alfredo is really good. It's a really good restaurant. And then if you're into sports, they have over 100 TVs. So we hang out there a lot because they have a pool hall. And you can just watch the games. They have a cigar bar. You can just chill out. Even just like on a Sunday by yourself. Spend time with yourself. It's just a place that is comfortable. It's cheap. There's not too many people. And you can have a good meal, good music catch a game or two and just relax and enjoy yourself around, you know, great people. That's awesome. Shout out to them. And you said they're Chicago in Pizza in Smyrna, Georgia. All right, Chicago Pizza in Smyrna. Um, okay. Yeah. So my last question is, what does freedom look like for you in your business? Oh, when I become a millionaire, my first million dollars and being out of debt completely. That's freedom. freedom. I'm out of debt. And now I am a African-American female business owner and I am a millionaire. There you go. I love it. Two times for that. All right. Now, Manisha, for all the people who have loved your story and loved what you've had to say, tell the people out there, how do the lurkers find you? How do they get in contact with you? What do you have going on next? And how do you work with you? Okay. So first, I would like to offer something for free to everyone that's listening because I'm just having a good time and I just feel like giving away stuff. So you can go to my website right now, www.manisha, M-A-N-I-S-H-A, holiday, H-O-L-I-D-A-Y.com and download my new 30-day self-care routine and affirmations journal. It's a 30-day self-care routine. And also I have my 10 affirmation journal there, my affirmations that carry that I carry with me every day, every morning. I believe in them in the morning, the afternoon, the night. And that's really what keeps me on fire when you are encouraging yourself. So 
I encourage you guys to start a self-care routine and there's no better way to start it now. So it's for free. It's just a free PDF download and you can get it and you can share it with your family, your friends and get some balance of your business, your day-to-day life at home. If you're tutoring your children, you're there homeschooling, you're working from home. We're still in a pandemic. And we're still trying to figure out, you know, how we ways that we could continue to move without being um, stressed out and, you know, mental illness is at all times high. So we just want to balance ourselves. So I created this self-care routine journal to help in those areas. So I want to offer it to you guys for free today. Hey, thank and- you, Lurkers. <laughs> You're welcome in advance. And you can find me on Facebook at Manisha Victorious Holiday, on Instagram at Queen M Holiday, and also on Twitter at The Holiday Firm LLC. I am happy to announce that we are a nonprofit organization in the state of Georgia. Just as of last Thursday, She Builds Georgia is uh, my nonprofit organization. I'm the executive director. And what She Builds Georgia does is provide basic needs for women with children that are victims of domestic violence, homelessness, and they need job placement, food, clothing. That's what I'm committed to serving the community. And that's why uh, we built this nonprofit so that we can go through the community and really help and get our women back on their feet, our single women, women that's living in shelters, give them second chances and resources. And so with me living this victorious life, I don't want to live it by myself. I know that other women that I can uplift, I can share resources with, that I can connect with. I'm open to it all. And also I just signed a partnership with ORAP, Zimbabwe nonprofit organization. So I will be offering uh, webinar classes of my healing from trauma four week webinar to women and teenagers in Zimbabwe virtual through Zoom. And also I will be also offering them my vision board workshop, teaching them how to build out vision boards and really help with that personal development. Again, because it is a lot of teen pregnancies happening there as early as 12 years old. Oh, wow. Having my first daughter at the age of 15, I really want to tackle that so that we could change that. Yeah, so many wonderful things going on. And I just want to say because, well, you guys will see when you go do your own research and reach out to her, but she is not a stranger to giving back to the community. She has won several awards. I mean, let me tell y'all, do not sleep on Manisha Holiday, okay? <laughs> Thank you so much. You sleep I'm sure. sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's doing you know, my, my number one goal are to uplift, inspire, and serve. And when I say that, I truly mean it because when I built my company, the Holiday Firm, it was built with me and God. And so... Yeah. We've been in business, me and God, together for the last, what, uh, 2017? Yeah. Four years. Yeah. You know, if you come to the holiday firm, that's what you're going to get. And if you're not down with G-O-D, then 
the holiday firm is not for you because right. he orders our steps and for my clients as well. Yeah, I love that. Manisha, thank you so much for You're welcome. Time. Thank you. Your day for dropping your gems with us, sharing your story with us. Yes, this has been amazing. I know so many women, children out there, young teenagers who are in the entrepreneurial space and listen to our podcast will yes. also feel wonderfully blessed. So thank you. Now, I always start us off with the best tea of the day. If you could leave the lurkers with one last gem, what would it be? One last gem. Hmm. I would say get inspired, get uplifted, and get ready to change your story too by living a victorious life and make sure that you tune in to what's inside of you. That's how you can do that. So for 2021, it's time to get ready and get inspired so that you too can live a victorious life. Hey, and I'm ready to do that is tuning in to what's already placed inside of you. And if you need help, download that self-care journal I just told you about. Look, she done told y'all. It's going to help you. I'm trying to help. I'm going to download it for myself. <laughs> yes, I'm trying. I'm telling you. I love it. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Here, Manisha, y'all get right. Get in tune. All yeah. right. <laughs> Bye, Lurkers. Until next time. All right, Lurkers. That's it for this episode of the Lurk Lounge. Gems were dropped and lessons were plenty. Shout out to our sponsor, Burnley Law PLLC. Burnley Law helps entrepreneurs nationwide secure their U.S. federal trademark registration. For legal and business tips on how to protect and own the boss brand you're building, join the email list at BurnleyLaw.com. Until next time, I'm Summer Burnley, and thank you for lurking.